Hey, Viking fans, Justin Jefferson had one heck of a historic game on Sunday, but who was throwing him the ball? Let's talk about that guy in 3, 2, 1. Gather around, Skull Brothers and Sisters. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Now, make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Tell me what you think, how Kirk Cousins did in this game on Sunday. How'd Justin Jefferson do? How'd Thielen do? All those guys. Tell me how you did. But most of all, go down there and tell me what you thought of Kirk Cousins. I'll answer your questions. I'll reply. I want to know. I want to know what you guys think. You're the important ones. Now, I uh, you saw the thumbnail. You clicked on it. You probably wondered why I, I uh, put those uh, text bubbles on there, saying, "Oh, now you like me, and and you want me traded, huh?" So yeah. So I'm going through and watching all the podcasts and all you know. And some guys who've been critics critics have been very, very, uh, you know, they they've given them as credit for this past game, and uh, and then have just you know changed their tune before you know when this preseason started, started hearing about practice, decided to uh, back Kirk Cousins, my co-host. He has, you know, he's been a critic. I was a critic in like 2018. Um, 2020, I stopped being one. Uh, but the, you know, my co-host, uh, MC rap over at purple pocket podcast, he over there, go click on his uh, channel, go like subscribe. We go live over there all the time. Great show. No. So I, so he, he's decided he's fully on board. He still throws a few jabs in there, but none after this last game. If he, if anybody would have, I would have thought, um, my co-host would have, but he's been completely supportive. So he's he's been awesome. Um, you know, he's he's jumped on uh, train MVP Kirk Cousins. Probably thinks Justin Jefferson's probably uh, MVP now, like myself. But uh, there there's just things I'm hearing that are still happening. Now keep in mind, this little backstory: Kirk Cousins. Oh, we need to trade him. We need to rebuild. What's Kwesi doing? He's running it back. Why are you running back an 8-9 team? What we haven't had... And oh, yeah, this was my favorite. How do you guys feel about being over 500 for the first time in 982 days? That's the opening of a, a, a podcast I heard. How'd you like being... So let's, we won against the Packers and we look good doing it. Oh, but we were under 500 for the past two years. Come on, man. That's why I say, come on, man. Just be happy about this. This was a great victory. Cousins look good. And here's what I have said consistently. You know, you've I've heard this on crit, uh, critique on Cousins is he has to have everything perfect. From my, from when I heard that he had pressured on 40, 42% of uh, his passes. That's not perfect. He just needed it to be average, and that was an average. De- that was an average offensive line. There was there was pressures. He had he got hit in the arm when he was throwing the ball a couple of times. 
he had to step up on those Justin Jefferson long balls on occasion. It wasn't perfect, guys. It was just average. If you go look at it, um, Ed Ingram struggled a little bit. He was hot and cold. There were some really good plays by Ed Ingram, but there was he struggled a little bit. But as a rookie, I give him a you know I give him a passing grade, considering that was his first NFL football game. Bradbury gave up a a pressure early in the game, but I seen him pancake a guy a little bit later. Um, he, he even he he looked good. So offensive line played average. Now our defense didn't give up 27 points a game. We didn't have to score 30 to win. Come on, guys. Needs to have everything be perfect. How about not giving up 30 points and have your offensive line be average? We win 23 to 7. This is the type of game we beat the Packers, Hall of Fame quarterback. We would be better if we only had a Hall of Fame quarterback, or we would be better if we only had a quarterback still on his rookie contract. How many times did you hear all those things? We got Ju- <laughs> we got Justin Jefferson on the team. We got Thielen cap a big cap hit. We got we got uh, Cook a big cap hit. We got two. Uh, we got a right tackle with a cap hit. You know we got a we got some savings on the offensive line, but then we got defensive cap hits coming out of our ears. Daniel Hunter, Zadarius Smith, although it's a pretty good contracts. Um, Harrison Smith. You know Kendricks, all big cap hits, all still on the Vikings, making plays. Kirk Cousins did not cost us roster spots. We have a good team. It's the and I've made this claim. We have the best roster since 1998. Fight me on it. Fight me on it. We we have better offensive weapons than we did in 2009. Fight me on it. All right. We have a be, um we have Almost, we this defense is looking good. It could be as good as some of our defenses we had in the past. Now, we've not had a combination of this many offensive weapons with a quarterback that could deliver a ball and a defense that can uh, keep a Green Bay Packers team to seven points all on the same team since 1998. We had a pretty good defense, and not the best we've ever had, and we had a lot of offensive weapons. A lot of offensive weapons. We haven't had this type of offensive weapons mixed with the defense that I'm thinking is gonna. They're right now. They're like they they're they give up the second most points in the league to date against the Green Bay Packers. The second most points in the league, Green Bay Packers. I know, Dave. They had a lot of little rookies and what? No, it was it was it was Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. He has thrown more touchdowns against any team in in, in the history, it's like fifty five touchdowns against us, and we uh, were the second best scoring defense in the league after Week One, tied with Miami. One other team, uh, Dallas, only scored three points. So, yeah. Anyways, give him his credit. I've the I've heard stuff to um, today and yesterday. Oh, 
Oh, we now get to hear, you know, we're getting to the line early. I've been harping on that. We get to the line early so we can make adjustments and hard counts. Make adjustments, hard counts. We can do all that. Motions, double motions, shifts, whatever. That worked. And and that got, and everybody agrees that Justin Jefferson got more open because of that and frustrated the hell, especially Jair Alexander. He was pissed after the game because the Packers weren't ready for it. We didn't show it like we in preseason like we did in this game. They didn't know what we were doing. We were getting up the line with 15 seconds left on the play cock, clock. Cock, sorry. And Justin Je- and um, and Kirk Cousins was, was able to make changes at the line. And all I heard, I've never seen Kirk Cousins until yesterday make a you know you know you know change of play. I've never seen him do that because he's never been able to get to the line of scrimmage with 15 seconds left because we're running down the clock because that was our game plan every freaking game. Now it's changed. Now you're seeing what Kirk Cousins can do because our game plans are different. He's not running the game plan, and we haven't done this since 2009 with Brett Favre because he had the gravitas to tell Childress that this is how I play. And we haven't had that since then, and now we do. And and we went 11 personnel, 74% of the time there was a graphic. When we were 42% last week, we were up-tempo, snapping the ball with like eight seconds left on the play clock. They When we get to the, when we get to the line of scrimmage with 15 seconds on the clock, they cannot make adjustments. There are you know, player substitutions. They can't do it. So what am I hearing today? I heard this today. Now we're hearing Kirk Cousins' uh, hard cadence is so weird. Kirk Cousins got every once in a while. You heard that, you know, high voice. They were complaining. I was hearing complaints about Kirk Cousins' voice, his his cadence, the way he sounded on his cadence today. They couldn't give him that. They couldn't give him that. I and then and then a little bit ago, it just it rubbed me the wrong way when I, I started to hear about. Oh, I've never seen Kirk Cousins step up in the pocket. Never the word never um, until today. Well, and uh, let's see how he does in five games. If he can string five games in a row, then I'll I'll start li- you know liking what Kirk Cousins do. One guy um, say, "Hey, I was wrong because he predicted them to, us to lose. Very few people predicted us to lose. Vikings, uh, you know, podcasters, Vikings content creators. I'm hearing things like, oh, but hey, I was happy the Vikings won. That is indicative of what I've heard all off season, and what inspired me to get on to do a podcast was because all I could hear was all this negativity. I'm sitting there in March." Listen to this crap, right? Because I love the draft and I want to hear all this draft talk. And all I could hear is we need to burn it down, get rid of Cousins. Now, and and let's trade him if we can get anything for him. Uh, I heard wet ham sandwich. Let's trade him for a wet ham sandwich. That convinced me to become a podcaster because it is silly talk. I am. I don't own a Kirk jersey. I don't. I own a Kirk Cousins rookie card because I bought it when we signed him. It's like worth three bucks or something like that. It's not a rare card, but you know, it's probably worth ten now. I don't know, but hey, I 
I don't. I'm not adorned with. I don't own. That's the only thing Kirk Cousins I own is a one football card because I like Topps Finest, and he was on the one of the, he was on the Topps Finest cards, and I love the, that brand. It's not made anymore, but hey, that's the one thing I own, Kirk Cousins. Come on, guys out there, just give him some credit. That was a great game. Oh, next gen stats got some six least on the risky meter. If it wasn't, you know, he only threw those three long balls to Justin Jefferson because he was wide open. That third, that last one with 21 yards, he uh, threw it over the guy. Justin Jefferson had to eyeball it. That was a great pass, and that's what, and that was with the, that was with with a lead. We weren't running it out. He wasn't checking down on that play. He threw it over the top to Justin Jefferson late in the game with a lead. It was a risky play. He he made that throw. Give him some damn credit, guys. I don't know. Maybe I'm taking things too hard, but when I hear people critiquing his voice, the way he's at the line, uh, whether or not uh, he missed that one open and threw it to somebody else, when he's got 300-pounders barreling down on him, and he missed that one corner route to Thielen, uh, you know, uh, that's not. We, I'll see you the next time. You know, that's not going to fly later. This is the Green Bay Packers, who everybody said had an elite defense, and we won twenty-three to seven. I predicted a thirteen-point win. I thought it was going to be higher scoring. We won by sixteen. I need to make an apology to the Vikings on the fact that I underestimated how bad they'd beat the Green Bay Packers. I, I should do it. Kirk Cousins, I'm sorry. Donatelle, I'm sorry that I question your defense. I'm, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, I'm sorry I only said you are going to get 150 yards. You got 184. Come on, guys. Let's give these guys some credit. I don't know if you listen, listen this long. If you're not, if you're a Kirk Cousins hater and you want them gone, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't, and I'm, I'm glad if you did I'm, last this long. I appreciate you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for being a Vikings fan. Let's go. Let's root these guys on. Kirk Cousins played good. Just admit it. And let's root for the purple. Skull Vikings, see you next time. Cue the music. Thank you, Viking fans, for listening. Make sure you catch my other episodes. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Skull Vikes.